You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, world. Happy Monday here on Monday Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show. A reminder that this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. As mentioned, this is Monday Football Monday. More specifically, this is the SB Nation NFL Show. In case you're new around here, what the hell? Where you been? We talk about the NFL all of the time you can watch us on the SB Nation NFL Twitter page Facebook page or YouTube channel or if you're a podcast listener you're on the go you're on the run you're lifting weights you're making dinner whatever the case may be you can subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcast leave a rating write a review those things make us very happy this is Monday Football Monday we land obviously on Mondays we normally talk about the games that were the day before uh this is the preseason it's training camp time so we got to get a little bit more creative than usual which is why over the last few weeks myself our Joe Cho from SB Nation's blog on the boys and our fantastic producer Rachel Prevet we've been having to figure things out we've been having to kind of think on the fly we were abandoned but he has returned fresh off of his month-long hiatus where he locked himself in his apartment playing Fall Guys on his Xbox uh Xbox goodness gracious XS Xbox I've ruined the entire introduction which I don't care because he has been gone far too long and I need to see him I need to hear his voice from SB Nation's Arrowhead Pride, more specifically from the Instagram filter that makes you look ravishing because he does. It is the one and only Pete Sweet. It It's it's good to be back. How was your uh, Xbox? I feel pretty good. Well, I was going to say everything except my hands. I think I might have carpal tunnel from all the Xbox <laughs> I've been playing over the past month. Uh, but it, it is good to be back and and uh, thank you to everyone who filled in while I was out. I was I was actually covering uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, but that requires a, an hour commute north from from Kansas City. So I was doing that every day, uh, every Monday that I missed. But I, I'm back in. I'm strapped in. I won't miss another podcast until probably Super Bowl week uh, as the Chiefs get ready to play. Uh, what would be the Buccaneers again? So uh, I'm I'm, lock, I'm locked in until then, RJ. You got me until then. Um, I really don't care. I didn't listen to anything you said right there. Uh, it's nice to have you back. Um, I will say, Pete, I'm very excited for today's MF Double MVP. This is the the most objective MF Double MVP that we've had in recent time. Look, I, I'm not look. I'm I'm trying to be fair myself here. All right, Rachelle does a fantastic job, yeah, but she's sure. kind of been you know showing right. a lot of favor to the guest hosts lately. You know, Michael Peterson shows up, MF Double MVP. Rob Stetsker shows mm-hmm. up, MF Double MVP. Some people are saying, Pete, that Rachelle is tainting the holiness that is the MF Double MVP. So today we kind of get to reset, get back to And look, maybe I'm risking right. my MF Double MVP vote today, like to say that. But you know what? It had to be said. You know, it's too important around here. I feel like when I'm a part of the show, I win, I win uh, like four out of every five. And so I'd like to keep that percentage going. So again, uh, Rachel, just whatever you've been doing, I think it's been working. Michael Peterson, of course, of, of AFC West mixtape fame. And, ah. and I'm glad that he's been on the, the program. And uh, yeah, no, this this is it's good to be back. And, and I can't wait to put another uh, MF double MVP award on, on the mantle. And, and look at right there with I'm your cereal box. Run, I'm almost running out of room. Now that right. I look at it, so uh, I'll have to move, move some some things around there. 
Two quick things before we get into um, our stock report on uh, the NFL through two weeks of the preseason. Um, number one, if you subscribe, leave a rating, write a review, that makes us happy. But if you leave a review, we will read it. Um, so I'm going to read a review from Saturday, Pete. This comes after the look ahead episode that Stats and I did following the Deshaun Watson uh, updated suspension. Uh, comes from Uncle B2 titled Look Ahead 101. Five star rating. Here we go. Always love the SB Nation shows, but BGN is my home team. But I have to tip the cap in a big way to RJ and Stats. I always enjoy their work and specifically salute their very real and nuanced, honest discussion of the Watson situation in Look Ahead 101. It's devoid of hot takes, sincere, and the kind of dialogue that you rarely hear. It's an example of how any opportunity to engage in real person-to-person conversation has value. Cheers and thanks. Uh, we work very hard around here, Pete, obviously you know that, uh, to make sure that we provide thoughtful, honest, and real conversations. We all love the NFL, um, but we all love life and, and human beings, and so we want to be authentic and and have a good time in the process. And so in the spirit of that, it's great to have you back because I enjoy having these kind of conversations with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, everything you said, I, <laughs> I agree with. Um, second thing, um, Pete mentioned it. Uh, we have a lot of Cowboys and Eagles fans who listen to this show. Uh, we've dubbed, we've dubbed them officially the NFC listeners. Um, mm. Those who listen to the NFC East mixtape, a production you can hear on any of the four SB Nation NFC East team podcast networks. Just so everybody knows. All right, we're getting ripped off. All right, the AFC West thinks they're cute. <laughs> the AFC West thinks they're funny. Uh, so there will be an AFC uh, AFC West, I was going to say. Uh, Xbox mm -hmm. West, uh, AFC West mixtape coming your way later on this season, Pete. I'm sure you'll update people over um, you know, at the appropriate places. You, 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 cute little, you cute little mom and pop there's gotta be. There's got to be, and I'm not sure about this, so maybe Rachel can tell us at the end of the program, but I, I believe there has to be a, a way to, to get the AFC West mixtape on your Xbox right there's got to be something you could do some kind of app or something that that you could you could stream it through that so hopefully that happens for us um so we are going to get to stock up stock down in our stock report for the nfl um you know in the monday of the week, third week of the preseason goodness gracious the coffee hasn't kicked in yet but uh pete you <laughs> sent this um what very, happened to you over the past month what have the guests done to you i've regressed right, as a what, human being i've actually someone, uh, forgotten how to someone walk. bring the old rj back here you know what? I don't miss him, if I'm being honest with you. But um, right as we um, started speaking, Pete, uh, a big trade in the NFL. Whoa, watch out. Uh, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reporting that the Las Vegas Raiders are sending quarterback Nick Mullins to the Minnesota Vikings. That was me. That was me doing uh, breaking news music, which uh, that was I, really I mean, terrible. You got to have. I mean, breaking news is like. That, not that that not that we're gonna have always have a ton of breaking news on on Monday morning. Way to interrupt the trade details. People aren't hanging on every word. No big deal. Good job. Who's so who's going where? Nick Mullins headed to Minnesota for a conditional seventh round pick in 2024. Literally the oh, least the, the lowest price that you can pay for somebody. Um, this hurts me. Pete, as a fight in Texas Aggie, because it looks like Kellen Mond not cutting it for Kirk Cousins' no. backup no. Uh, job. So, yeah. No. Uh, so, Mullins, he can win games. We've seen him win games before in this league. <sighs> so Everybody will respect Kirk Cousins one day. My dark horse to win the NFC, the Minnesota Vikings. But, uh, Pete, stock up, stock down. You've been gone. Hit us with something. It can be up, down, whatever, but this is the, the stock report. We're, we're heading on into to Pete's Corner uh, up on Wall Street. So if you've got yeah. some, like, you know, sound effects of, of you know, the, the NASDAQ mm -hmm. or whatever going off, um, let us know and, uh, you know, give us whatever. Maybe you're going to give us, like, a McConaughey speech in, in the Wolf of Wall Street kind of thing going on here. Oh, no, no. So I'm, I'm going to start uh, at the West Coast the west coast mm -hmm. and get into seattle and i think before the preseason began we were looking at that city and though drew lock is there i think everyone sort of assumed that it would be geno smith's shop this is where you're starting and, interesting and i i because look the quarterback's the number one position in the league as much as everyone wants to to say that it, pickett has a chance in Pittsburgh, he doesn't it's going to be mitch trubisky we know that I think Seattle really is the only quarterback battle. And it to me, Geno sort of has played his way out of being a sure thing. And I think Drew Locke has life. So I'm looking at, you know, I'm starting with the most important position in the league. And though it's not a hot battle, right? Uh, we're not, we don't look at, at this particular thing and say, 
you know, you know, it's not getting the day by day coverage. I really think it's the only true quarterback battle in the NFL. And I think it's more alive. So trending up Drew Locke, because I didn't think he had a chance at the beginning of this thing. And trending down for me is Gino. So you have both directions involved. You have a stock up and a stock down. Most people would just do one. But Pete Sweeney comes back, says, I've been gone mm-hmm. too long. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here to mess around. No, no. There's um, two two happening at once. Yeah. So you like you're like intrigued by this? Like you really are legitimately intrigued at who's going to win the Seahawks well, starting quarterback job? Because like I I gotta say like don't there, you there are a lot of to... thoughts that run through my brain. This isn't one of the like ten thousand. And that's my point of bringing it up and bringing it up first. Like don't you think in a way the only true sto- starting quarterback battle job in the end should be getting more attention? I I feel like it should be. I will say um, to that point, how often? Because you're talking about just this year, I agree with you. This is the only kind of true battle. Like Kenny Pickett might play, but this is Mitchell Trubisky's job, you know, for the time right. being at least. It's done. I mean, it's, um, right, it's already right. done. In but like, but to, to so like to expand upon your point, what, what was the last battle like that that was going on? Like again, so like even if you're not just including like looking at this year, what was the last time that there was a like a true question mark, true like two, multiple candidates that could win a job? Hmm. I don't know. And and, and and to your point, like in uh, to your point again, just it, like an example that wasn't like an aging veteran who was leaving soon and the incumbent. You know what I'm saying? Like not like a this was not a battle, but like Eli Manning, Daniel Jones situation. I yeah. I, well, I was going to say Cleveland and then you said that it didn't count. But I wasn't the Mayfield. It wasn't a part of Hard Knocks, the Mayfield I mean, I yeah, it was, it was, it was, but that was the same thing. It was like the number one overall pick who will eventually play. And that was when we found out it was Tyrod, not Tyrod Taylor. Um, oh, it wasn't Brissett. It was Tyrod Taylor. That's yeah. right. Yes. Uh, and then Taylor ended up getting the nod and there was a little bit of controversy there. But I yeah, have the you're right. I, I can't. What, what, what is it? The Go answer. Ahead. And it didn't happen at, at camp or didn't happen before the, the season. But it was Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. There was like all the smoke that like maybe he could supplant Marcus Mariota. That's right. And then it, it ultimately did happen. Um, so that that's, I think, the best answer. Shout out to me again. Rachel, you're the one keeping notes. Whatever. Good memory. Um, Good memory by you. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, you answered your own question, right? I mean, you're bringing it up. You already have the answer. You, you really set me up to look bad there because I I couldn't think of it. You knew the answer. And so keep that in mind, Rachelle, as, as he's doing this little dirty play thing to get the MF double MVP. Um, okay, that's fine. Um, I will say um, not a battle, but I do think it's interesting. So like if you rewind a year, right? It, and I agree with you. We actually had, it's amazing how like juiceless this particular quarterback battle is that the only thing we've talked about when you brought up the subject is literally everything else. Um, but I do think it's funny that a year ago, Drew Brees is retired. It's like, oh my gosh, what are the Saints going to do? Taysom Hill is a, is a factor. Like, is is have you heard Taysom Hill's name once this this off season, this training camp time? Like, it's no, a, like it and, is amazing how like insignificant he is. It, it's truly like a reflection of it being a Sean Payton thing. Remember the smoke about him being the next Steve Young? Yeah. As well, that was real, right? They were really saying that, and now there's there's no question about him just reverting to this tight end slash running back receiver sort of weapon i mean he's a good one it's that job that if you want to like talk about it, a job it's either it's going to be Jameis's, but if it's not Jameis, it's going to be andy dalton my guy so yeah go. i know um, you are a big dalton guy i am so excited that that you brought this up you kind of you're starting the lawnmower for me the cowboys play the seahawks <laughs> you didn't do the first part there you gotta like do the the, the, the pulling um are you driving a formula one car is that what this is, <laughs> this is um i am so not pumped to see a lot of drew lock the dallas cowboys host the seattle seahawks on friday night in the preseason finale Ooh, and so baby drew lock obviously tested positive for covid didn't play last week um against the bears so this is the like drew lock game so i'm um, hoping that he can uh lock up the job against the boys all right uh well you cheated and went uh, with a stock up and stock down i'm ready to go with a stock up so while you were gone pete i experienced a lot of emotional turmoil all right now i've had my moment with the bills and it came from a place of love right where i was upset about the complaining about the coin toss and blah 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 etc etc i i stand by the you know that objective point but I'm. This is my my team. This is my pick to win the Super Bowl. It's my AFC squad. It's gonna be my 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 franchise team on Madden. I'm all in. Circle the wagons, baby. RJ is here for the Buffalo Bills. That being said, stock up. I thought about going the Bills as a whole. Um, but I'm just gonna say Josh Allen. But I think the the Bills are having about the best. Things are going the way they're supposed to go for a team that's supposed to challenge for the Super Bowl, right? And and that's like. 
it's all through the the prism of context that is the preseason and training camp and things like that. So you, you can't, you know what I mean? You can't draw any like hard conclusions from what is happening, but of the things that are supposed to be happening at this point in time, if you're a team who is supposed to challenge for the Super Bowl, I think it's going pretty well for the Buffalo Bills. They obviously had their way with the Indianapolis Colts last week, exposing a fraudulent team. I was the first person to call the Colts out for being frauds this year. No big deal. And they basically had their way with the Denver Broncos this past weekend. Josh Allen, three for three, 45 yards and a touchdown. Again, we're talking about three throws, but Case Keenum, Case Keenum, 16 of 18 for a buck 92 and a touchdown. I mean, like everything is, is, is moving. Everything is, is jiving for the bills right now. The energy is good. And obviously it's the NFL. All you need is like one big huff and puff from the big bad wolf to kind of change the, the winds of energy. But right now, I don't know how you don't feel it, this is such a magical time if you're a Bills fan. You have to feel like this is it. This is the year. Granted, there are still bigger, badder wolves prowling in the AFC streets like Patrick Mahomes. Um, but I, I, you have to feel really good. The, the stock is is appropriately up for the Bills right now. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, you look at the AFC and, and even on the defensive side of the football when you go in and get Von Miller and it was already a really good defense and now you're sort of bringing that championship swagger to the defensive side of guys who have done it before. And then on the offensive side and someone that's hot in the fantasy community in, in Gabe Davis, who a lot of people like, is backing it up in the preseason, right? You only get so many snaps from what are going to be the starters in the preseason. So when they're making the most of those limited snaps and backing up just just ridiculous hype, which I've, obviously I've had a problem with for, for a team that's won nothing. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I can't disagree based upon what we've seen this preseason. Mm. Uh, did you see that uh, Josh Allen and Russ Wilson had the jersey swap? I don't know if you saw like after this game, because you know, obviously Broncos Bills. And uh, right. so there was a photo that was shared. Allen, so obviously they signed their own respective jerseys to give to the other player. Allen signed his jersey for Russ with the hashtag Let's Ride. So he's wow. in on it, you know? Josh yeah, Allen I gotta, becomes I gotta so tell poor. you, I don't know. I, I don't even know if this is a stock up or stock down thing. And I would like and to go next. I'm, I'm sorry. I would like to go next if you would allow me. Wait, to, I, I just have a quick like point here. About, no, 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 no. Wait, well, one, okay, fine. I have a quick make, make a little point. I, maybe I feel a little bit jaded because, you know, he left my Hawks, but I, he's going above and beyond to really lean into to the Denver Broncos and their culture. And he's got even got a new slogan like, I don't know, stock down on slogans. I feel like let's ride. I mean, maybe just because I cover the Kansas City Chiefs, it's more annoying to me. But I, I feel like let's ride is already annoying. And it's we haven't even had one regular season game yet. Um, So back when the alliance of stock down football- the let's ride. Back when the Alliance of American Football uh, was a thing, um, I did the pre- and post-game show um, at ESPN San Antonio for for the San Antonio Commanders. So this offseason, another team takes the Commanders' name, right? So, like, that's one thing kind of, like, you know, encroaching on our territory. My co-host for those pre- and post-game shows is a guy named James Pledger. And uh, in Pledge, as we would end every pre-game show, no joke, um, you know, I would I would close this out, and he would always, as we threw to the game, would go, let's ride. So, you know... Pledge kind of feels like, man, Russ is is stepping on on my stuff right now. You know, it's been been a, a bad off season for trademark copyright. Um, you know, we've got Let's Ride, we've got Commanders, we got the AFC West mixtape. I mean, there's a lot of infringement happening here on a lot of different levels. But are you ready for me to go next? I have another stock up. Go ahead. Okay, so RJ's talking about the Buffalo Bills. All right, a lot of people talking about Joe Burrow appendicitis i had appendicitis by the way joey you and i were cut from the same cloth all right a lot of people talking about you know the steelers and trubisky and mike tomlin never had a record below 500 a lot of people talking about the broncos to your point a lot of people talking about the raiders right now although now they're void of nick mullen so that does kind of you know stock down right there i would posit to you this is the best situation that patrick mahomes has ever been in this is this is the least amount of attention that has basically ever, maybe since 2018, um, you know, there was hype, obviously, like, you know, heading into his first full year as starter, but, you know, it was never anything, you know, that matched. You, again, you tell me what, what came afterwards. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is truly camouflaged. Like, how did that happen? Like, we, 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 like, he has, he is, <laughs> we, we talk a lot about, like, you know, somebody so overrated to become underrated or vice versa. Like, 
Patrick Mahomes has now kind of subsequently become underrated because of all the like, and I think some of it is just like people like naturally become disinterested in something that's the face of a lot of things. I'm sure that's a point you've talked about a lot. I know you've talked about it a lot uh, with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. There's like Chiefs fatigue, Chiefs fatigue. Um, like we forget that the Mahomes is still brilliant. I, I think he has flaws, which is like an unpopular thing to say to any Chiefs fan. No, he's infallible. He's perfect. He's it amazing. It isn't unpopular nationally. People love to say that the greatest quarterback of all time through five years has flaws. Yes, it's it's unbelievable. But um, okay, again, like it's that's the thing that annoys people. Is <laughs> it's the like greatest? Qu- but what? I, but like what? How? Can he, you, like you it's impossible to dub it. him the greatest quarterback of all time. It's in, like I don't want to have this debate. Five years. It's if it's impossible. Years, it's impossible the to dub him quarterback. That. Ever. It's a, anyway, the point is, it's, it's he, he has become, he he is camouflaged in the wild, waiting to pounce. I don't care that he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. I really <laughs> don't. I I mean, I, again, we have, for, like, the Chiefs have slipped by everybody somehow, some way. George Karlaftis looks awesome. I mean, like, he, like look he, he looks amazing. And so, so like, again, Patrick Mahomes is kind of emblematic of the Chiefs as a whole. Uh, the kind of way, you know, Josh Allen was for me with the Bills. But, man, dude. I just I have never felt better about the state of the Chiefs. You know, it's it's feel it feels like everything. Has, and again, you tell me and I'll wrap up my point here, like has been exhausting. Like it was either yeah. it was either like in 2018, it was about like establishing, like, get, you know, taking the ring to Mordor, d- delivering upon the chosen one and the promise. In 2018, it was or 2019, excuse me. It was all about defending, defending, defending. And then in 2020, it was all about redemption, redemption, redemption. I, I mean, in, in, I'm getting my years wrong here. 2019 was about the chosen one. 2018. Uh, 20 was the defending 2021 was okay now we have to really defend our pride because we couldn't properly defend ourselves in the Super Bowl so now it's like you know what all expectation is gone let's just go be great and I think that's that's a really exciting thing yeah I don't know I I, they've they've fallen off and they've even fallen off in the books which surprises me the most because I think Las Vegas is is typically smarter than this and so I mean I've just been you know telling folks especially in Kansas City covering covering them locally if you want to bet on them bet on now uh, bet on uh, Mahomes for the MVP, bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, win the AFC, yada, yada. Not to say that it's going to happen, but I just think we're going to get to week one. And I'm telling you, I mean, I'm, I'm actually I'm the one this. telling you, not you're the one telling me. But just yeah, and I'm, I, I didn't I'm glad that you brought it up and not me, because then I could kind of talk about this without feeling bad for this uh, league wide show. But they're going to go to Arizona and they are going to smack the Cardinals week one. And then everyone is going to be back saying the Chiefs are dangerous. So this is going to last three more weeks. And there is going it's going to be a two to three score victory. And that'll be it. And everyone will be back in on the Chiefs. So, uh, again, if you're someone out there and you want to get the value and I know sports betting is is legal now, go go get it. DraftKings Sportsbook and, and make your bets because the odds are only going to go down from here. And, and then you got three weeks left. So. Mm. I also think. Not that anybody like totally cares about this, but obviously there's a large sector of people that care. Like my fantasy draft league of record is next week. Super pumped. Like even I feel like Chiefs are even kind of slipping. Like you mentioned, like it, there's Gabe Davis pop, there's Joe Burrow pop. You know what I mean? There's Jamar Chase pop. Rightfully so for all these players. But like somebody's like in leagues all over the country and all over the world, people are gonna get Travis Kelsey cheap. People are gonna get Patrick Mahomes cheap. You know, people are gonna get. I would even posit relative to the production that they're gonna ultimately yield, they're gonna get you know Juju Smith-Schuster cheap. Marcus Valdez Scantling, Sky Moore. I mean, whatever the case may be, Clyde Edwards Alaire. Like they're gonna be some some big returns on investments, I think, for the Chiefs in a lot of different ways. Not just from a monetary or betting standpoint or fantasy, you know, climate, but to your point, from an overall landscape as well, if you do bet on that, fine. But like they are gonna they're gonna over deliver. I don't know that I think the Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl, but I know that they're gonna be firmly in the mix. And it feels like people have forgotten that. It's, I mean, it's been the Bears and, and Washington, so you have to say that to, to be fair here, but Mahomes has had three drives and they've scored three touchdowns. So, like, you know, you talk about stock up in the preseason. Can't do, can't do better than that. So, Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. 
and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, your next one, Pete. Your first okay, one was stock I, up and stock down. So I would ask you to pick a direction here. All right. So mine is a little bit more of a. Uh, this is a more of a stock down situation. And I know I I I joked at the beginning that there, and I was just kind of being playful about how the Chiefs and Bucks are going to be in the Super Bowl. I think the Buccaneers in general feel like it's a stock down situation because you know you lose Jensen, and then you have this very odd hiatus for Tom Brady and and. You know, you got to be careful about even talking about this because you don't really know what's going on. I mean, you, we have no information about he's why he re- left. Reportedly back today, though, the day we're doing this Monday. Back so, today, right. but I just feel like the Bucks were this surefire favorite, even in a you know crowded NFC that with the top there with with you have the 49ers, the Packers, and of course the defending champion Rams. And I don't know. I think this weird off season slash slash losing such a pivotal piece of your offensive line, and then. Now you have Brady returning. I just feel like I'm I'm less sure about the Bucks through this weird preseason. You know, you don't know about about Godwin and and how the defense is going to hold up again. And I, I don't know. I I just feel generally speaking, the, the feeling in, in Tampa is just not as sure. Maybe the beginning of the preseason when Brady was just back. You know, it does feel like this is the, you know, the first like the honey. I wouldn't say the honey. Maybe the honeymoon. The honeymoon phase is over for the Bucks. Like you know. Brady shows up amid the pandemic, so it's difficult to kind of like feel like it's real. You know what I mean? There's not really. And you had that confirmation that he wanted to be in Miami right. too, and it's well. And then over the weekend, uh, there was the Dana White thing that surfaced yeah. uh, about you know Brady and Gronk heading to the Raiders. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, right. he shows up in 2020, and I, I maintain that. Like, I remember at the time thinking, like, man, you know, obviously, like, you know, everything about that year sucked. But I mean, if you're a Bucks fan, like, just talking about the simplicity of football, like, man, that kind of sucks, right? Like, we have the greatest quarterback of all time on our roster and you know we can't even go see him right like i can't go to a bucks game go see tom brady play for my team whatever um and then they win the super bowl of all things and they do it in tampa right and so and then you know he comes back and everything's kind of awesome and you've now become this like hotbed uh the Buccaneers, as uh, as i so eloquently dubbed them once upon a time you know like all these all these free agents everybody wants to come here you're the kind of like bell of the ball and so like all that energy has like faded so in addition to like all that energy faded chris godwin's coming off the acl you know gronk's not back uh you got new head coach that kind of changes things up and then to your point so like you, you're dealing with all those factors and now it's like well brady kind of wanted to go to miami right we hate miami we're all about boca raton around here you know he wanted to go to the raiders a different pirate you know what i mean cheat on us with, with a mascot of a similar yeah. cloth i mean like it's just it it feels like i mean like and look dude it's so clearly the last year right like mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with like this is nothing like the last dance but i'm just talking about that last year where like all the bulls are just like this is this is it this is i mean and they were able to get the title and what a great documentary it was it, much more short-lived much different right but this is so clearly the last brady bucks year and it was cool that the bulls were able to do it knowing going in this is our last chance but like you hate to say it you know for these tampa fans that that do love the bucks like this is it. I mean, and and he's done after this and rarely does it work out where it ends in glory because it just that type of feeling doesn't usually pan out in, in pro sports. And I mean, I think Brady will continue playing next year. I just know that it won't be for Tampa. So that's the feeling I get right now. And it's just it's weird. And I just don't think they're as sure about anymore. I um I agree with you. And it- like shout out to Buccaneers fans, obviously, but like, right. I think that the like terrifying thing is 
I, like I'll, I'll 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 take the Saints as an example. The Saints were a just dis- disgrace before Sean Payton and Drew Brees arrived, obviously in two thousand six, right? Some kind of interested, right? Like, what do they look like now? Yeah. Do, do they return to the cellar? You know what I mean? Or like, have they built a culture that's going to sustain itself? Whatever. The Bucks were not great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the Bucks, no. the Bucks were kind of this like you know joke of a team. Like nobody really you know never played on national television. You know what I mean? Like they've had a really big glow up. You know they were on Made by MTV, and now like but but. You know, after this year, the, the the MTV cameras are leaving. You know, leaving the school, leaving it whatever. Goes right back to and and look like when Brady retired, you had players that like Fournette didn't want to be a Buck anymore. If you remember, I believe Carl, Carlton Davis also didn't want to be a Buck, and then Brady comes back, and then suddenly the party continues. But man, this is this has a time limit, and 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 it and it's it sucks for Bucks fans. This is it. Like so, just a, you know, and I hate to be that guy. Like I'm in Kansas City and. Patrick Mahomes is going to be here for 10 years, but th- this is it, um, you know, at, for, for a long time. So relevancy uh, can be short-lived, and unfortunately, I just feel that in Tampa right now. I agree. Um, you're right. I, I mean, I, it feels very obvious this is like the end of this era. Um, so, yeah, I mean, enjoy the ride at, at the very least. That's the real ride, not the the one in, in Broncos country. Um, right. I'll move on. Uh, stock down for me. I've been picking on the Colts a lot lately. Um, I don't feel you, bad about it, but yeah. Lately, I mean, this has been an off-season mission that you have to tell the world how fraudulent the Indianapolis Colts are. I mean, I'm I'm not you know above saying it's been a mission. I've been trying. Look, I I consider it a responsibility here, Pete. You know what I mean? We have a platform. We have to use it for good. So um, yeah, doing that um, as a known as a known Ballard guy, I do take a little bit of offense, but I I'm not gonna not gonna get in your way. Um. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, so moving on from that, I thought about making the Cincinnati Bengals a stock down just because like, Bengals. well, I mean, like, I'm just, I just like, I don't know. I just, I'll do it. Bengals are a stock down for me because like, <laughs> no! it's, it's so, no way. it's so difficult to, to like return, right? If, right. if you've lost the Super Bowl, it's so difficult. I mean, kudos to the Chiefs for for being competitive after losing the Super Bowl. I've maintained for many years. I I was always out on the Falcons and always out on Dan Quinn. Uh, but I thought one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in the NFL was in 2017 when the Falcons not only made the playoffs after the 28-3 Super Bowl, but they won a playoff game. They beat Sean McVay's Rams in the following season, and like so, they not only you know overcame the odds of like losing the Super Bowl, they lost the Super Bowl in the worst way humanly possible. You know what I mean? And they still managed to come back and be legitimate. So I'm just like the the vibes aren't great with the Bengals and like to inject my own not bias but just perspective they signed Lyle Collins in the offseason no issue with that totally makes sense but he's had some weird like is he there is he not there he had a non-football thing and hopefully everything's all right there too but like I just like the regression to the mean is likely coming and I'll look this up while you you speak on it unless you know it off the top of your head I, I saw the other day something about Joe Burrow's production in December, something like, again, I'm, I'm about to confirm this, but something like, like 58% of his like statistical production came over the final month of the season. You know, like they, they, they got insanely hot and good for them. And they almost wrote it to a title, but like the idea that that's just going to sustain itself all the time now, just doesn't make sense to me. I just don't agree. Uh, and, and I, I think in in the world of disrespect, the Bengals are the Chiefs' cousin in this. Where oh my gosh, I'm so sick of. I'm not. Of, to be fair, I'm Bills not down Mania. on Burrow. I'm just down on the Bengals as a whole. Like he's trying to lift 100%. an organization out of some mud. I mean, the Bengals aren't but exactly known for doing good things. Even in the topic of like quarterbacks, to an extent, Mahomes and I. I, I don't think Mahomes gets enough respect because I think he's so clearly the best. But he's always mentioned, and so is Allen. And they talk about Brady and Rogers, and I. I don't think Burrow even gets consideration with like a Herbert or a Prescott of like, who do you want to start your organization with? Burrow doesn't get enough respect in that conversation. I, I think he's already there in what is the top five and, and the elite. And I just look at this team as a whole and their main weakness, why, right, was was the offensive line. That's That was the injury and they've slowly rebuilt this thing. They added a center. You mentioned Collins. They fixed the right side of that line. It, it's trending, I, I think, up and and this was a team that looked so clearly like the best team in the AFC at the end of the season like to be down on the road in the AFC title as much as they were and to storm back and then to literally almost win the championship they were winning late in the fourth quarter had it not been for that drive by the Rams so like I don't know I'm just I feel the other way about them and not not maybe maybe that it's not a stock up but I think 
I, I just think they're so clearly under talked about for the team that was in the Super Bowl. Why? Because it's hard to repeat. Yeah, sure. But like they're young and they fixed their main weakness after being a Super Bowl team. I don't know. I feel the other way about the Bengals. I mean, I suppose it's fair to argue the same way I did for the Chiefs for the Bengals. But so this was the again, I couldn't find the stat, but I just did it myself. Um, starting with the Chargers game that they lost, by the way, they got actually blown out by the Chargers. They lost 40, 41 to 22. Uh, Joe Burrow. And I've just looked at looked at yardage here. Because again, the, 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 when I saw this, it was in a fantasy related article. Uh, Joe Burrow threw for 300 yards that day, 348 against the 49ers, uh, which they lost. They lost that game as well. Uh, 157 against the Broncos. They did win that game. Uh, then the big blow up, 525 against the Ravens. And that was, by the way, not against the Lamar Jackson-led Ravens. And not that Lamar is playing defense or anything. Um, and then, as you recall, 446 yards against the Chiefs in that big win near the end of the season. Those five games totaled for almost 40% of his overall production from a yardage standpoint. Again, like I realize we're looking at a microscopic thing. I'm not trying to take away from Joe Burrow. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But I just like, that's a, hu- that's a huge blow up. That's a, you know what I mean? That's a huge like inflation right there. And so, and maybe it, it was the beginning of something sizable. Maybe it was the beginning of like the new norm for him. But like, I mean, we, we've talked, I know, for, for example, again, to use the Cowboys, Trayvon Diggs isn't getting 11 interceptions this year. Micah Parsons isn't going to have 1,000 sacks. Like, there's regression to the mean coming. And if regression to the mean comes for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, just in a normal standard way, not that that makes them bad or poor, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, as I, far I, as, it's the Ravens division as far as I'm concerned. As far as quarterbacks and receivers go, like these duos, quarterback, wide receiver, who are you taking instead of Burrow and, and Chase in the league, though? Um, Seriously, like Evans and Brady? No, right? like, I'm not taking that. No. I mean, um, I, I mean, Cup and, and Stafford, I, you know, you're you're only a little weak there. It's not, I mean, I would take Burrow, Al, the I would take Allen and Diggs. I would take Allen and Diggs over them. I would not. Well, you're wrong. Um, I would not. Daniel Jones and Kenny Galladay. <laughs> um, I think T.D. Lamb and 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 Dak. Right. That what what about that? Well, what, what about what they're cooking? Little Dallas cooking. So I I mean that's not a I, I, I'm not going to be the one to say that. But like there's an a very 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 loose argument. I like Dak made. and C.D. Lamb. I mean I'm joking here, but I just the point is you would I wouldn't take anyone. I think that I, I think the next tier to, to just answer the question are Dak and C.D. Carr and Devontae. Granted, that's a bit of a question mark, like an un, an unknown thing at the NFL level. Um, and then a super dark horse is Lance and Debo. If you're talking about wide receivers, but if, closest, if we're counting tight ends, then I'm taking Mahomes is, and Kelsey. Well, we're, we're not. I'm just saying. Well, receiver, I mean, I why not? That, did, he catches did, the ball. I did that on purpose because I didn't want to even bring that up. But I'm telling you, you named the one that is closest and people will argue for Allen and Diggs. But I think the answer as far as quarterback receiver tandems is Burrow and Chase. And like I, per, I particularly don't think it's that close in, in the NFL. I just. I don't. Maybe the stock isn't down. That's why I did struggle with it. To, in my defense, if you if you check the tape, but it's like stagnant stock. You know what I mean? Like it should be ascending. You're right. It is ascending from a roster building standpoint. But the person who they brought in, and granted, I don't have a problem with that. It made sense. Like there is some still question marks about Lyle Collins, right? Like and and what's his like status there? So I just don't know. Again, like they're fighting a lot of history, right? It, it, as a whole, in, in terms of being the team that loses the Super Bowl, they're fighting the like Bengalsness of this all they're fighting regression to the mean from individual standpoints as far as burrow and chase are concerned i think that's fair like we're, we're we're two weeks away from you know every national show whether it's radio television or otherwise making their super bowl picks and there's going to be a lot of people taking the low-hanging fruit that are the Bengals. i just don't see it i mean personally i, I do not i mean i don't think that that's true i i don't think that that's true i think a lot of People are going to be taking the Bills. I think you'll see some some Chargers mixed in. For some reason, the Chargers are always this weird darling of the of national reporters. Um, I just don't. I, I even think you might see some Raiders and Broncos picks, and mostly Bills. Honestly, it's going to be mostly Bills and not enough Chiefs, not enough Bengals. Um, in my wow. opinion. Okay. All right. So next one for you. Let's each do one more. Okay. I have a trend up, uh, and it, it, stock me, up. And, and the, it, stock up is the name of the episode. Stock trend. Trend stock. Um, we're 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 riding it we're riding high on uh and so they this has been a little bit of the laughing stock nice of the off season in what has been joe judge and matt patricia and how they're running the offense and and it's it's been really i think a sort of a joke that everyone makes uh everyone's laughing about what the 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 patriots are, are doing and uh 
you know, I think to an extent it's not deserved. Like Bill Belichick deserves the benefit of the doubt, even though this is a really weird move. And on Friday, Mac Jones had two tough three and outs. And then all of a sudden it, it really turned methodical with the 45 yarder to Nelson Aguilar, 10 plays, 81 yards, a Ty Montgomery touchdown. And I don't know, all of a sudden, I, I just think that, you know, so much is made about, as we've been saying all episode, really, it's been like a Bills filled episode where the Bills are just going to win the the uh, NFC um, or the Bills are going to win the AFC East. It's not a question. They're just going to ride their way to the Super Bowl. I just it's hard for me to count out the Patriots. And and it's so key for Mac Jones to no longer, in my, you know, in my opinion, be a rookie and to to be sort of settling in and to understand that that's a pro. I like we watched him in the Pro Bowl where he had that moment and he's so comfortable now in his own skin that he, he does the gritty and he dances and stuff like that. And like, to me, I think about that and I know it's a, a dumb moment in a dumb game. I don't like the pro bowl, but I just think that moment's important. Like he's got a swag about him now and he's not a rookie anymore. And I think this is a Patriots team that lives off of defense can win ugly games. And if this offense is okay, slightly above average, like you might blink and we might get to the point of, of the season where there's four games left. Um, and, and maybe, the Bills and Patriots are a lot closer than than we think, and and I think there's a little bit of a trend up for the Pats' offense and thus the Patriots' uh, program as a whole. Interesting that you would hate on the Chargers in this episode and boost up the Bills' top competitor in their own division. Interesting. Well, well, that one of those teams made the playoffs. Um, um, I agree. Um, I, look, I you've been gone forever, but I have said that too. Like I've, I've long thought the idea that like <laughs> Joe judge and Matt Patricia are going to be the <laughs> offensive corners. Like, dude, if anyone has, like, and I don't think we should like ever like blindly trust anyone on anything. But I mean, this idea that like, we're, like everyone who like made jokes about that fell right into the Belichick trap. Like the dude is so mysterious on purpose and vague on purpose that like all he did was create enough conversation about that. So he could just keep working and, and, you know, do what he wanted to do in, in secret. He's the, the thing he is truly 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 elite at is being able to keep a secret to himself and not seeking out attention which is something that you know most of us are not capable of doing we all have to let the cat out of the bag somehow some way he doesn't care um so i've never thought it was like oh my gosh what's going to happen here whatever um i i definitely think their stock is up overall i think the Devonte parker addition has been one of the more underrated things to happen over the, the offseason as a whole i mean i like the patriots i mean like it's it's difficult to count them out they they they're the Patriots for a reason. Um, and so, yeah, if Mac Jones experiences any kind of elevation in, in year two, I mean, I don't know how you don't think they're a, at least they're a playoff team. I don't know about the, you know, the division, but I mean, they're a playoff team. Also, you, um, you, somebody, sometimes you take the low hanging fruit narratives. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Mac Jones has a picture of the blowout loss to the Bills hanging in his locker. Did you see this? I did not see that part. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of lame in sports cliche, but you know what I mean? Like, the, like everything is going the way it's supposed to go. Back to, like, my Bill's point. You know what I mean? Like, it's just they're the, the team, like, back on the rise. They have successfully turned themselves into an underdog, and now they're they're riding that narrative as well. I agree. I just, I don't know. It, Bill Belichick, right, when they had the, the Belichick-Brady Brady split, and if you listen to MFM, you've, made, made me, you've heard me make this point before. Brady could pick any team he wanted, I guess, besides the Raiders. And he found a team that was pretty complete and was able to win a Super Bowl. It, it's hard to just blink as a coach and just be right back there. And I think, you know, he needed that year and he's developed Mac. And if Mac is the guy that he thought he was when he drafted him, this should be the year where you start to see him solidify himself as the next guy in New England. And I, you know, I just you know, let's look. Let's look out for the Patriots. You're right. They're it's crazy that this most successful franchise is sort of under the radar again, but they are, and I think they like living there. People are so consumed with the newness of the Chargers and the Bengals. Um, I, I'll to your point. Like, I think some people are like with me, like the Bengals. You know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, that they have forgotten about the Chiefs. They have forgotten about the Patriots. By the way, on the subject of the Chiefs, I thought about something uh, when I was laying in bed and I couldn't fall asleep. It must be cool to be a Kansas City fan, like if you're if you're like you like all the teams there, because the Royals and the Chiefs both have logos with the KC on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they both like ride and rep for for the KC. You know what I mean? This like, is something I I'll tell you about Kansas City. And have you ever been to Kansas City? I have not. I really don't care the barbecue, whatever. It's missed me with it. Yeah. Right. So 
it's it's an interesting city, right? Like, so in New York, I grew up in New York. Start no really... spreading the news. Yeah, that's right. Little Frank. No one really wears the I love New York stuff. It's more like people who visited New York and they leave with the, the, that shirt. Kansas City, can, people in Kansas City feel like Kansas City is underrated as a, a city. And they wear KC stuff everywhere. Like, it's not just the Royals and the Chiefs stuff. Like, there's the, this company called Charlie Hustle that has, like, a KC on it. KC, I've never seen a city war so much. I've never seen a city, like, almost lean into almost, like, the touristy, like, we're representing our city in the city. Like, they, so many people wear KC stuff. Here. To be fair, it's somewhat popular among like big metropolitan areas like the yankees and mets both have like ny's the giants have an ny the Jets i'm talking are, about even past well, i know but like logos. i was i was actually the game i was playing in my head was trying to identify cities where that at least the professional football and baseball team both had the city's like initials on their logo uh, so new york's obviously there kansas city's there la uh, obviously, you've got the Dodgers and, you know, the, the Rams, mm -hmm. although I mean, the Lakers have the L, but it doesn't really have like the A is prominently um, right. San Francisco has the, the the Niners have the SF and obviously the Giants as well. Um, so both Giants involved in, in letter uh, themed sort of things. I think the, the Rays have a TB logo. So, I mean, like the Bucks don't. But I mean, you know, I would. It's just cool. Weird thing to be thinking about in bed. Yeah, you know. I mean, I was just I was, you know, instead of counting sheep, that's what I do. I have one last stock mm -hmm. up and then we'll do MF double MVP. It's a weird one, but you know, just go with it. The USFL stock up. Mm. All right. Now oh, up, up. You're saying up. Yeah, stock up for the USFL. Um okay. Cavante Turpin had a kickoff return for a touchdown Terp. and a punt return for a touchdown on Saturday night. Turp down. Uh, Terp against downs. the yeah. LA Chargers. Um, he is the reigning USFL MVP. Um, I don't know if you know this actually. The Cowboys MVP. MVP. The Cowboys have MVP. signed the last two USFL MVPs, Cavante Turpin now and Herschel Walker a long time ago. Um, so this is good pub for the USFL. I mean, like seriously, like you think like, you know, I, I think we're past the point. Like it's there's so, been so many like upstart spring football leagues. Ultimately, they're a good thing. And I, they provide mm. opportunities and and football to watch in the spring if you're aching for it, but this is good juice for the USFL. Hey, our reigning MVP is now a member of the Dallas Cowboys and is a very visible and high-level contributing member of the Dallas Cowboys. Like, big pop for the USFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for their year two coming a, back and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah good. As a, a XFL's big, jealous. That's all I'll say. Dwayne Johnson fan. I, quite honestly, I'm Team XFL, but I'll, you know, I'll give that one to you. Sure. All right. Uh, shout out to me. Shout out to you. Shout out to The Rock. Uh, Rachel, if you could join us and first of all, give us a stock up, stock down for anyone you'd like. If you anyone smell in the world. What the race is cooking. So a stock up, stock down. And then who is your not USFL MVP, but your MF double MVP? Okay. So for my stock up, I went with uh, Commander's running back, uh, Brian Robinson. Over. Yeah. Rip this Antonio is so annoying. I, I drafted. I drafted okay. Gibson on Friday. Way to ruin Rochelle's point. Go, she had the floor. I'm the sorry. Stage, no, but, I have to know. tell the story. I'm sorry, Rochelle. I go to. I draft. I draft Gibson on Friday in my Kansas City League with a lot of my my friends who, who like to brag about this thing. I go to Arrowhead on Saturday, and I'm sitting in the press box, and I go, "That's Gibson on kick return. What we, what what did I do? Like 12 hours ago, I drafted you, sir." And now look at you on kick return. I'm sorry. Continue, Rachel. I it was just I Rachel, just had such I'm a defeated feeling is in the selfish? press box. I was I was like, oh god, he's on oh, kick return. Remember this, Rachel, in a few minutes. But no, no, no. I like ahead, that sorry. he you Go know ahead, shared Rachel, just... you know something that added to it. But thank you. Um, no, I was just gonna say like I think that the competition is definitely there for that primary ball carrier spot. And so for everybody who's riding on Gibson, it just kind of looks like it might not be looking like it's going in his favor based off of the. A running backs like preseason usage for the commanders so i'm gonna go with stock up brian robertson okay i'm deflated yes <laughs> and for today's mf double mvp award first i want to go and and say the points that i thought were strong for both sides because you both did an incredible job i was a little disappointed pete you. that you came out i thought you were gonna come out strong you know you've been missing a few weeks i didn't think the first pick was that juicy i didn't think it was sexy but I think you redeemed yourself. You did a good job um, with the Patriots pick. I thought that that was, you know, pretty decent. Um, I thought your Bucks pick was also okay. Like, why not? But 
Okay. Okay. Juice. Oh, <laughs> I, I already, you know, sometimes as you're listening, you can see the writing on the wall. So not, so not only did Pete interrupt great. you, Rachel, he was juiceless the, to start. His start best point came at the very end, and hit one of his other main points was just okay. But you know, and did you did you say was the, the slogan like seriously one of the picks? I didn't know if that was like serious. Trending down, yeah, trend down on any athlete that has okay, to have okay. a slogan. And 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 for years, and then you change it, and because you go to a new place, and now you have to have okay. a new slogan. Trend down on slogan. How many times right? has this happened? Like, it's it's <laughs> it's just Russell Wilson. Like you're. That's what I'm saying. Trend down on on Russ and trend down. Okay, on well at least call him and, out. Okay. I mean, like quit throwing his wide umbrella right. over. Like it's just Russ. Well, but my when my Hawks have a better record than his Broncos, we'll see we'll see what happens, right? Okay, I just needed to clarify um, on that one. I wrote it down, but I didn't know if you were like if that was for real. Trend down on my beard. I've started to see white. I got like white hairs down. I'm getting getting too old. Like, trend down on my beard. And RJ, I am going to give you MF a double MVP because I actually really, really liked how you did the, the point, the not so popular pick on the Bengals. Let's go. I thought that that was a pretty good, strong argument. That was his worst I could see both. Ratio. No, I could see both sides, but I thought that that was like for him to take that risk going with that pick knowing that it wasn't super popular i was like yeah i'm gonna ride with it so rj is the winner thank you rachel back to the review we're here to be our authentic selves you know what i mean we're, we're not here to just like you know placate to audiences like pete yes. with his like i hate slogans pete hates corporate america all right i mean just you know, I want it is what it is. Rachel, you did a phenomenal Rachel. job. First of all, Thank offering you. us Thank your you. own stock up that Pete so rudely interrupted. Um, <laughs> you did a, a second of all fantastic job of just existing and being here and gracing us with your presence. And third of all, you did a phenomenal job, in my humble opinion, at awarding the MF double MVP. Um, I would like to split this award with the Bengals um, so okay. that they can win something this year because I don't think they're going to oh. win anything else. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, Pete, you got to know your audience. Rachel's a Ravens fan. So that's all I'm saying. Like, understand how to play this game. Um, so uh, this okay. is Baltimore's division to lose. The Bills are my 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 AFC team. But you know what? I've, I've got a little bit of love for uh, for the flock there as well. Um, wow. Pete, I don't know what to say. You, you show up after a month of hard work and grinding on the Xbox just to get destroyed here <laughs> on, uh, on Monday Football Monday. You boxed me out. And uh, I don't appreciate it. And um, I'm going to try to come back stronger next week. All right. Mm. Okay. okay. Fair. Uh, Pete, I do this at Blog and the Boys. I'm going to do it here. Um, and I would like you to redeem yourself with this last opportunity. Um, Michael Peterson did it once and did a pretty good job of it. Uh, but Pete, give us a random noise that no human being has ever heard as we sign out. It has to last at least three seconds. All right. Okay. Wait. Already? Yeah. <laughs> What a dumb noise. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.